Visions of Kink. Obviously, you haven't been listening to the show. I, ha- I haven't had time. I'm it's not gonna, fucking you know what? shitty. I don't want to hear your excuses. I have many excuses. Ah, bah, bah, bah. What did I just say? <laughs> I don't want to hear them. <laughs> Piggy just grunts in disdain. Yeah. <laughs> Piggy does not approve of your excuses, creepy. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Does not approve. Does not approve. I don't know. Okay. This is it. This is we're here. Hey, man, don't put Piggy on my notes. Well, I put Piggy. What, what? You got purple Piggy. I got pink Piggy. Okay. You ready? You want to start, start the show? Do, does Kathy's Piggy want to start the show? <laughs> does pink Piggy want to start the show? <laughs> does creepy want to start the show? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you guys want to start a show? All right, fine, let's start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and piggy perversion. Recording live <coughs> from the Threshold Love Lab. Stop it! Sorry. In North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Woo! I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. I'm Uncle Creepy. And then over there, we have glorious and happy Unger handling the chat room, <laughs> waving at What's wrong at with him? He hides in the office He's in, like, middle mode today. I think he's just, uh, he's just, uh... He's going. Does he have his Game Boy in his pocket? Oh, Unger! Shit. Yes, Boogie. <laughs> Unger, do you have a Game Boy in your pocket? No, I do not. You do not. Wow. All right, that fine. That is not a Game Boy. Well, what the hell is. Uh, let's just start because you wrote on our list more M O A R tasters. Tell the cool kids. Tasters. You guys tell me to add things, and then when I do, you you complain. We don't complain. We're not complaining. Jesus, don't be buttered. Come, someone go coddle him. I'm not buttered. Jesus, he's like a giant coddle me. I'm in a. I'm just moody today. Okay, (laughs) just today. (laughs) Every other day, perfectly fine. How's that? But you're moody for me today. I'm moody for me. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. He is molesterol free. Yes, I am molesterol free. Thank you. That was good. Did you get a picture okay so for perverted, yes, podcast, I did get a perverted podcast listeners unger opens a can of like these uh or a package of peanuts, uh, peanuts or something spicy and on the top it said cholesterol free but the way he ripped it it looked all of a sudden like it said molesterol free <laughs> which became disinteresting to all of us because we're like well, i'm not gonna eat those <laughs> i want good. molester peanuts <laughs> You gotta go to get molester peanuts around here. Apparently not from Frito Lay. You know, Jesus it. Christ. Right, so what tasters. are the what are the tasters? Are you doing some more tasters? I'm doing more tasters. Apparently that's the new thing that I am. You being taste asked things to do. You're an eater. Um, you taste fire. You eat things that we burn. I uh, yeah. I taste. I'm not even going to go into the things I taste because <laughs> I make people sick. Um, but I'm doing taster booths, which is where you come out and try a particular discipline in BDSM. Okay. Um, I'm doing the impact booth, which I haven't done actually in a while. When I was asked, I realized I haven't done impact in like years. Okay. Um, over at Club Awakening on this Saturday. What's the date on that? That's the 14th. The 14th. Okay. Yes, the day after Friday. So the for 13th. the people that hear this like six years from now, when <laughs> yes. we're, we're like you all just dead. Stop obsessing about that. You always do a little disclaimer. Like if you're listening to this 10 years from now. You, Kathy, what? Kathy, you just don't I get just it. I just don't you get just, it. I know. Just, you just don't get it. Uh. There are people, we still get emails 
of people that are like devastated that Fee is no longer on the show. <gasps> it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. So you oh. give a little just so they don't panic and you just let them know, hey, you know, this this isn't live. Back to the more Back, tasters. So, bo- so what's the other taster you're doing? I'm doing Dark Desires on, I guess, the 20th. That is, yes, the threshold party. Yes. Um, and I'm doing two tasters that night. Damn. Apparently, chicken we're, and fish. We're, we're doing. <laughs> we're doing. Fish. Yes, we do both types of tasters here: country, <laughs> country and, and western. western. <laughs> what movie is that from? What mo- okay, who can guess? Who can I got guess, it. Who can guess? Who can guess? I okay, guess. It. What is Blues Brothers? No, no, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, both types of tasters. Uh, yeah, we're doing fire and I wax. I think wax first, and then fire that evening, so I can cover you with wax and then melt it with the fire that I. I so, if you're <laughs> local, this uh, what date is that? That's the 20th? The 20th of this month, July, yes. Nice. And so... uh, And then the following day is Carn Carn! Yay! And I think I'm doing tasters then. I don't know. Carnal Carnival. Carnal Carnival. They have have a new game. Like I think it's like a butt plug toss, or people are going to bend over and put butt plugs (laughs) in them for carnival tickets, or duck pond. Pond You're going to put ducks in someone's ass. I don't know. Head first or feet first? (laughs) Hey, you know, it just depends on how adventuresome you are. (laughs) I gotta know, How Kathy. It's been an Why did you let him sit in the guest chair? Because, well, look. Let's get back to it because we have to say some happy things. Because you know, Unger was moved, moody, and now Creepy's going to be butt hurt. So <gasps> you know, we just let's get a, something in the middle, like something fun. Kathy, what did you do this week that was fun? I didn't do a lot of fun. St- I didn't do hardly Ooh, any. I didn't get any dick. I didn't, I didn't see Creative Explorer. I didn't. Not too late. <laughs> <laughs> No. Fail. Not go, every weekend. Go back and try dick, again. Okay, no. <laughs> New jingle. I had shit to do. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you were too busy for That's dick? Right. <coughs> a girl can be too busy for dick. Ooh. Yes. They you're shouldn't. not a girl. You don't know, it's creepy, unless you're too busy for dick. Are you? I'm way too busy for any dick. <laughs> I'm just, I just, besides I my know, own. a little dick, you know. No. Kind of give you a little pep. No. <laughs> a little Kathy, get a little pep in her step. Little dick, no. Okay, no. well, see, I would have liked it. I'm not saying it would, but I had too much. You want to pause the show? And yeah. You, on <laughs> the <laughs> other hand, pause the show. No. We'll go. I mean, and Creepy's no. moving, and we'll talk about that in a second. But I mean, you guys never consummated anything. What was it? I just, Wait, I just, an I wish. That I we wish in that moment, Creepy couldn't see your face. But that quick look of disgust <laughs> that just ca- that, that you know gets me rock you know, hard. Like, <laughs> have I talked about the fuck you smile? You and Hollywood Daddy are so perverse. Oh, so my revulsion <laughs> turned to <laughs> sadly. It's just it's he, what I'm Later, yeah, you don't want me. You don't want me. You know, I guess if you've been rejected long enough and then had sad masturbation afterwards, eventually your brain your brain makes a pathway. Yeah. And so then rejection equals arousal. Yeah. Wow, how did you come up with that theory? I think I had a stroke or something. I also was stroke while masturbating (laughs) and uh, and I was just rejected. You on the other hand had a very interesting week, didn't you? This was insane. Kathy, all I'm gonna say is a fire truck. That served pizzas, fancy ice cream with mangoes and and just anything you want. Massive trucks, people, cameras. It was insane. It was more. I I did not expect because I handled the rentals. What and you we didn't had a, know what you were getting. And we had the into. Stars Network come and say, "Hey, we're going to do a show. We want to do a show in Rent Threshold." Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And you foolishly let them. Well, no, I, they were great, and they really they handled their business. You know, they, you know, they. But I thought 
because they said, oh, this is a low-budget version. I knew Stars was pretty big, but, you know, we've had, I've had so many productions here and some pretty decent-sized ones. And they're like, you know, oh, well, it's low budget and whatever. And sometimes they're trying to get a discount out of your whatever. Fuck that. I'm, I'm way, way too Jewish to fall for that. <laughs> so um, so I figured, you know, that when they said low budget, it was going to be, uh, you know, kind of moderate. But I didn't realize that their version of low budget was nothing <laughs> like our version of low budget. <laughs> and the army that showed up. <laughs> And I've been handling this for months, right? Just all the, just 1,500 phone calls, and they bring vanfuls of people to, like, scout. And I'm like, okay, well, I've seen some of that before. But as it kept going more and more, and they're paying people, you know, because we have other studios here, and so they have to give them some money to not make noise that day so they can record. And I'm like, it's just, the more it starts going, I'm like, huh. Let's get, and then the like, day. Huh, I should have asked for more and money. And then the <laughs> day happened, and it was chaos. But, I mean, it was just a festival. It was, yeah. you know, just like I said, and they just spoil like this is low budget fire trucks that make pizzas, you know, ice cream, gourmet ice cream just out there. What would you like today? And it's Mew, of course, is like, can I go back? Can I go back? <laughs> can I? <laughs> we were so fucking so redneck in the kitchen. So redneck because there's like this whole spread in the kitchen and you and I are in there just, oh, <laughs> oh my God, look, tea, tea flavored macadamia chocolate nuts. And we're just like boners and erect nipples. And these people are looking at us because we're just like starving people. Just, oh my God, this is so, this is, she's like, daddy, this is nothing like the food you make me. I go, I know, honey, I'm poor and I can't cook. She's like, we can we stay forever? And these people are looking at us and I'm like, wow, this is. This is a great spread, and they just look at me. I like like four of them are like, "Oh, this is so low budget." <gasps> no, normally this is like seven tables, and there's people flying in shit. And I don't know who was. I, were there any names involved in this? There's a couple people that showed up throughout the day to to do some stuff. I don't know anybody. I haven't watched TV in a hundred years. Wow, I can't but, think uh, of a star show that. But uh, and and it's that just would film here. And, yeah. What, <laughs> Are you allowed to say what project it was? No, I'm not. I'm not. Also, well, I, we may have the director on because I said, you know, because you, you know, obviously, if you're a big production and you have that kind of money to spend at low budget, you should be welcome on Perverted Podcast. Yeah, and we should allow you to come onto our show for a small and for Patreon a small TV. yes, for a small yes, please come onto our show and. So we'll talk about it because it was a whole the themed around a dungeon and it was a comedy and whatever, but it was insane. Yeah. Cool. It was so insane. Wow. I was so glad the week was over. There was all sorts of drama and park. Oh my God. It was crazy. But we got past that and then got to the, uh, well, let's get to creepy. Hi everybody. Hi creepy. I'm leaving. You sound like what? Eeyore. Eeyore. No, I'm not. Sad. That'd be much, I'm much lower. So life has life has dealt me some cards. I've I've lived in California for thirty seven years. Um, it's time now for me to go. Sadly, hit the road. To you uh, the restraining order wore off. <laughs> I am now allowed to leave my. <laughs> you now have to leave feet. your. Oh, your probation. I'm sorry. Your yeah, probation, my probation is probation's over. And so uh, once I l- stop getting caught for the things I fucking do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just time. The things that have kept me in, in California have uh, either moved on or gone away. So it's time to go. So I came on the show to say goodbye. And I wanted to thank you, Boogie, for teaching me to be real. And to, uh, you know, the, the some of the things that you've taught me over the years. And how to uh, be a disgusting individual but still get hot chicks has really helped me. 
get through. I'm life. glad I could. That's a good thing. I to could learn. impart because I still don't know what I'm doing. It's but. same here. So I think it was just the randomness that got it. And Kathy, for being such an honest, true person, who <laughs> turns me on so fucking much. Oh my God, <laughs> Kathy, look, look at this is pity fuck. This is just a pity fuck. Look, he I mean, just, just spread just, his is legs this in a front pity of you. Fuck for me. Sure. No, for him. Yeah. I mean, he's oh, leaving, man. Kathy. Just I haven't had get, get turned. No. Just flip through your Pinterest and just yeah. let him have it. I don't even it. need you to look at me. Let him, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need eye contact. That's true. I do use the Pinterest <clears throat> when I'm giving Creative Explorer a, a, a hand job. job. Yeah. yeah. I oh. could do the same. Yeah, you want your phone? As long as I can just... Yeah, absolutely. That's why I like creepy. He's ready. He's looking for the opportunity. That's right. That's how you do it. You always have to just be on site, look around the big picture, look for the opportunity. Unger. What? Thank you, too. You've taught me some things over the years. I do nothing. Mostly, just you scare me. You scare me. Scary. Don't don't get into actual stories because I know the things that scare you that yeah. Unger's done in <laughs> front of you. I've already talked about it on the show, oh, so yeah. it doesn't need to be. Oh, yeah, there and the things yeah. I've heard. Oh. I don't talk about that again. Yeah, and, and Mew. Mew's a cutie. You're awesome. Thank you for not being disgusted by me. It's also a turn on. She does it. like you. She thinks highly oh. of you. She, oh. actually, she does like you. I appreciate it. But yeah. I wanted to thank everyone for this space. It's well, kind of helped me get through some things, too. So you're going to go somewhere, and then you will begin again, and uh, and then you will be our listener from afar. Yeah, I'm actually going to join so will you be the coming, podcast. Crowd. Yeah, will you going to be coming back at any time? Of or, course. Yeah, so, yeah okay. I mean, well, October will probably, because I love the haunt community out oh, here, sure. so that's that's probably will be the time in which I, I come out. Are you going someplace that has a decent scene? Denver? Maybe. Denver? Denver? One of the places Denver? that has like, a big national conference coming up in about two weeks? I don't know. I haven't really paid attention. They, they do. Mainstream BDSM hasn't always, sorry, mainstream yeah. BDSM hasn't always been. Yeah, Thunder in the Mountains is huge. Oh, wow. It's coming up. Thunder in the Mountains. That sounds like an Australian <laughs> dance group or something. I, it, thunder. <laughs> thunder in the mountain. No, that's, that's, that's not even Australia. <laughs> Where? What? Swedish. What fucking planet am I on? Thunder, thunder, sun. This is that's Australian leave. accent. That's, that's my Australian accent. <laughs> hey, forget about <laughs> it. Fuck get out of here. He's, he's doing a hey, South put African a accent. On the bobby. Yeah. Yeah, forget about it. I'm from Brooklyn. Forget about it. Great white sharks. Forget about it. Yeah. I know two of them. Let's Fuck go it. raise and rope some You like fucking roos? I eat roo meat. Fuck it. What Suck are you doing? What? Suck my what? What? <laughs> what happened? Did you, just, did you just get the subliminal suck your dick message? No. <laughs> okay, we're just listening to either one of you. We're just rambling. That's just... Bed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns, because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Bed Life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically given us permission Can I, 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 I know, I just wanted to say before you I know I can edit, but can I make a request? Okay. Can I... I, and I'm doing this. I have my reasons, and they're neurotic. I get it. And they're I, neurotic, but the, I think they're, I'm it okay works. okay with that. Can we not mention the poster's name? I can do that. Because. Okay. Why? I'm not going to be nice. overly nice <laughs> and supportive, and I think it's a listener. Wow. And I don't. Well. We all know I have some problems <laughs> with self-righteousness what? and judgment. It's what? true. So I don't want to come off like if I say the person's name, now it's me against that person. 
And then it, this is guy talk. Kathy's just like looking like I totally don't get it. You um, don't clueless. Be happy you don't. Okay. Because these are, and a lot of this is going to be about the things that we talk about as guys that we know the inside scoop that maybe you didn't see some of this. So there's, I think there's some things where it's like go back and try this again because there was some things he was trying to accomplish in the post, but really came off as as douchey. And didn't give an explanation, and didn't work towards the goal that he was going for. Man, and I want, and I was going. Is he mansplaining? It was, it was more mansplaining, but it was also putting down in some ways, uh, you know, the people. So let's go ahead and start. So just don't mention his name. I won't mention. His and name. then I'm smart. trying not to be a douche and like self righteous because a lot of these things that I'm going to be pointing out are things that I've struggled with and things I didn't know. Well, it's so, uncharacteristically kind of you. I don't know what to say. I, I'm in therapy, Kathy. I'm, right. trying to, I'm just okay. trying to not just be a screaming douche. You're going to disagree with this more than you normally would, and you don't want well, to no, totally... What he's well, saying I is if he is going to be a douche, he's coming at it with the kindness of intentions. I, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to offer things that I think are going to be beneficial, and, and if I just scream and yell and say, this person by name... You're only going to get defensiveness from a dude, and that, and nobody's going to hear the message. And but it's an important thing to say for all the other dudes that are listening out and perverted podcasts. Okay, well, um, he who shall be nameless. <laughs> now I just made this look like it's really not that bad. Everybody's searching for. <laughs> He's like name. rape, 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 rape is good. <laughs> rape is good. All women should consent to rape and not be raped and rape and rape. Yeah, oh, no, it wasn't that. But there's no. just a, okay, okay. Okay, he wrote a post called "Married Man Disclaimer." Can you tell just from the name? Where, where you can tell go? it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. <laughs> you can tell. I, I can actually don't. Okay, I don't have the strong feelings you do, but okay. Okay, good. He says, when we think of a married man looking, we gravitate to an image of this sleazy asshole guy who is obviously a lying used car salesman douchebag. I, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. I know, like, 12 people right. looked at Creepy and were just sell, like, Creepy. I don't sell cars. You know, this would be much funnier if at the end of every sentence you just said Creepy. It would be a lot more entertaining. And this image becomes your first impression of me, Creepy. <laughs> See? Works. It does. Really? This is not fair to me, but it is understandable. Here's the best analogy I can think of to describe our open marriage. I love my country. That doesn't mean I don't visit other countries. Every time I venture away from my country, I fall in love with different aspects. Yet I also find a new appreciation of my home. And when I get home, I love my country a little bit more. If you're afraid my wife will hate you and you'll wreck my marriage, you are underestimating our bond. And I think this is actually kind of presumptuous and perhaps a tad arrogant on your part. I may visit you, this foreign country, often, but I will always return home. The easier road to make a female friend would be for me to withhold the fact that I'm married, but I don't do this out of respect to you, my potential friend. This puts me at a severe disadvantage even making a friend, and that stigma trains a guy like me to become dishonest. I hope What a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, oh, shit. Thank you for blaming the woman. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, go on. I hope this helps remove some of the stigma and allows us to establish our connection rather than discussing the private one between my wife and I. I'm really glad you stopped saying creepy. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No, okay. no. All right. Let's, uh, let's start digging in. Can okay. I just say, you go first? You when you and I uh, talked about this before the show. Right. I thought this is this is just one dude's point of view. I really didn't take a harsh stance on it. I thought I don't think he really um, 
got across what he wanted to say in right. a very uh, eloquent way. But what the hell? I didn't think a big deal about it. You have a completely different viewpoint from me. And we got, we, as we started talking, I told you, this reminds me very much of when Creative Explorer starts kind of doing the same thing you do, where he says, no, Kathy, you don't understand the way guys' minds work. You don't understand the intention behind this dude. And to me, it is a completely foreign land. I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. I don't understand the the vehemence with which you go after certain things. And so I guess I, I feel like I want to bow out of this conversation because I really don't get what it is that's so bad about this. Sure. And, and, and once again, if you look at it, I mean, he didn't... There's a lot of subtle things that are here. And then there's some things that I think are actually pretty blatant, and, and you read most of them. The first thing is, is... There's a lot of discrediting of somebody else's feelings because you're defensive. This is a defensive post, and you're frustrated because your wife gave you permission to fuck other people. You want to fuck other people, but now they don't trust you because they have hundreds of millions of examples why not to trust you, which you acknowledged a little bit in the beginning, that men are, are a lot of men are cheaters. And we have endless endless conclusive research that men lie uh, about their open marriage i have heard i can't tell you how many dudes that i know personally that have their speech and they all like to talk about their game and they brag to their friends about how they get chicks to fuck them and then keep that information from their wife so the rabbit hole goes very deep from the guy point of view now then to this guy he put some other things in there like, well, I might not even, you know, this isn't really even about me having sex with you. I mean, just want to be friends and develop it. First off, that's straight guy bullshit. Yeah. Because really? you did not yep. get permission from your wife to go fuck people so you could be their friend. So let's just be honest and say this is about me convincing you that it's okay to fuck me and that my wife is okay with it. By saying we could be friends. First. By saying, yeah, we're, we, I might, he says, I might not even want you sexually that, you know, like he's demisexual or something like that. Uh, and then it goes into that thing. And it's like, look, first off, you're being disingenuine because the only reason you're going outside your risk, if you need it, if like I could be friends with any female in this room, um, in most marriages, that's, you don't need permission for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's when the, you want to sex in the really. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when it is. So it's not being up. Fr- it's kind of trying to skirt the issue. Well, a woman, generally speaking, I'm, I'm making a huge generalization okay. here, would actually want to be friends for. So when we he read sure. this, we're like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but because that's what okay, I would and that's do. fine. And, and I didn't have that much uh, issue with that. But but then it goes on to some other things. And the first thing, what he didn't do in any of his post. He did not validate the action. He did not give any solutions other than more guy bullshit. He didn't talk about his wife, her feelings, what was her process to get to the point of giving. He kind of just gives this general reference. Yeah, other countries. And then he goes off into, you know, am I going to divorce my wife because she doesn't want to let me do this kind of thing? Or am I going to go and get to play and do this while she sits kind of at home? He gave no... From her point of view, if she, there's, there's a lot of people that have open marriages and they don't want to be involved in the other person's discussion of that. But it doesn't mean that they don't have feelings and that their process isn't important to the new potential partner. But I don't go ahead. Do, do we honestly need that? 
do we a lot need of, to understand that that the wife has given us like you when don't because you're I a guy and you just want to fuck. But we're but talking I, about the feelings I, I of the it. female that he's right. going after. But what I'm saying is, is does the female need that permission granted from the wife in order it's for that? It's not permission. It's to know she's okay. We, yeah, we need to be have it proven to us to know that he's not if, lying. If your if your lover or or girlfriend or wife is not willing to sit down with all of us and and tell me what her feelings are, we're not fucking. That's final. That's the bottom line. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So well, women I mean, need w- what what he's not addressing is his the potential partner's need for that. And then he says some things that are actually very insulting. Um, if you yeah. think you're going to break up my marriage, you're actually pretty arrogant and presumptive. So you just called me stupid and a cheater and and, and, and a, because, you know a like a marriage wreck, yeah, home wrecker. Yeah, you're like you're a home wrecker. You know, like you think you're so badass. I mean, it's it's a very degrading comment. You know, you're actually presumptive and arrogant if you think you're going to have any effect on my marriage. If even though there are once again hundreds of millions, I'm in a poly relationship. I've been in multiple poly relationships. There is always a realistic worry. That my partner or my partners or me is going to be threatened by any new relationship. Sure. That is part of having, a, you know, different relationships with different people. That's why we endlessly talk so much about negotiation and communication. And at every step of the game, making sure that our partners understand what our boundaries are and what we're doing. So to kind of invalidate that and say you're being presumptive and arrogant is not being realistic and is actually you're just putting down somebody that you're trying to fuck. Yeah. You know, you're not winning in that situation. You need to validate the person's feelings because they're accurate. You admit in the front of the email or or your post that men lie and you understand that, but you have to then follow up and go, I need to come up with a solution so that these potential partners actually feel comfortable enough. And the other thing that just... Was when he wait? What was the second thing you read? The second. Hang on a sec. Uh, oh, when he starts uh, woman blaming that you're going to be the reason that I'm no longer honest. Mm. You're the reason that the, the the women keeping the stigma going. You would be the reason that I now start lying because. Honesty is not really a virtue that's based on effort or sacrifice or anything. It's just a virtue because it's easy. Yeah. And if it's not easy, then I'm justified to start lying. Well, that's that's the opposite of what honesty is. Honesty, anything that's a virtue takes work to do. So the fact that you are honest in spite of the fact that you have to do all this extra work to beat this stigma of that, that is what shows character. But I've heard things like this, arguments like this. Uh, sentiments like this from people who are swimming upstream. I've sure. heard it from young, good-looking girls who are considered the unicorn, right. who get used all the time. I've heard this stuff like this that we just read. It's really easy to laugh and say, oh, you poor man in an open marriage whose wife lets you do whatever you want. You should just suck it up. Oh, you poor, young, good-looking girl who's got tons of people coming after you. Just suck it up. But it is it cannot be easy to be the person that, because of your kink or your philosophy or the way you want to do your relationships, is the person who's swimming upstream against this tremendous amount of stigma. It can't be easy, and it comes off sometimes. Actually, I'm going to say in my experience, every time I've read posts like this, 
You come off sounding like an arrogant prick when you finally stand up for yourself and say, look, I get all the stigma, but I'm sick and tired of having that. Wait, uh, just let me finish. I'm sick and tired of having that stigma thrown at me. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to stand up on this fucking soapbox and I don't give a shit anymore what anybody thinks. I've heard this kind of shit before and I can understand how somebody who has that kind of stigma surrounding them just doesn't have two fucks to give anymore. I totally understand that. I validate this guy's feelings. I validate the frustration. I've had maybe some rejection in my life based on who I am or my life choices or what I, uh, how I choose to act or present myself. So I understand yeah. a lot of different frustrations. But the goal of this post was not to vent. The goal of this post seems to be that he ultimately is trying... I'm trying to help this guy actually get a date. Oh, is that you know? what you're doing? So uh, that's why I didn't mention his name. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to bury him. I don't think and he needs say, your help. Oh, he probably doesn't need my help, but it's our show and we're fucking talking. All right. But what I'm saying is there's some thing, there's some language in this that's just very accusatory and demeaning of somebody else's feelings. He's going to have to do a little more to present uh, remedies for these potential partners. And it may include your wife may have to talk to them. Yeah. And if you're not okay with that, then don't blame them. Don't think they're presumptuous or arrogant or whatever. If that is what they need to feel good enough to be in a relationship, then maybe a phone call or a, a five minute. I think we all understand that what I'm, I'm not going off just on this guy. Yeah, it's a, this, it's this a broader. Is not, this is this is, yeah. this is he who must not be named. If yeah, you're he, listening, he you know, who must not be not named. Not only about you. This is. I mean, already he's like fucking loading cartridges in the gun. <laughs> he's looking on Google Docs to see if he can find out where I am. Um, this is not just about this guy. This is about the things I've seen this guy say that I have said that Creepy has said that other yeah. people that have stumbled through having to start looking at other people's feelings other than our own, and that that is it sucked. Really caring about people sucked, man. Let me tell it's you, a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You can't be a douchebag. I mean, well, you can. Well, but you just, could. It's not as reward. It's yeah, a, you want the reward. I want. I used to want to be able to say. I, I used to say it. I'm a nice guy, Ugh. but I offer no proof. I just want to say it, I and I want you to believe it. Well, in you the know you're a nice guy. There's nothing wrong with saying you're a nice guy if you know you're a nice guy. But if he wasn't, I mean, if he wasn't honestly a nice guy, then but yeah, if you're trying to get laid. Your fucking words don't mean shit. If you're trying to have a relationship with someone, your words mean nothing anymore. We live in a world where we all know most people lie to get what they want. So you have to give proof. So you have to give proof. So it's about stepping up and offering solutions other than just saying things. And, and if you can't provide or if your wife doesn't want to give you that proof, then you have to deal with that obstacle each time. Yeah. If, you're, if the person you want to fuck says, I need to get permission from your wife, and your wife says, I don't want to do any of that, then you have to accept that, that that's you're, what that's you're not, That's someone you're not going to play with. And you can accept that person's feelings, and you can just be like, "That's sorry, that's not what she wants. I'm being genuine, but sorry. Right. Goodbye. Not going to work. Yeah. Okay. That's it. We're never going to get anyone ever again letting us use their posts. No, we weren't. No, we, we will. We didn't yeah. use anyone's name. This is just maybe someone just made this up. Some random dude. Maybe I, someone just I made it. it. Creepy. It was did you me. write this? I did. This is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Why you got to mess up my lineup? I'm sorry, Kathy. I Why failed you got to do that I failed me? you just again. I'm just righteous. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, what? Uh-huh. This is from, uh, I don't think I wrote this name down. Magna Eccentra? That's cool Unger, is that somebody in the chat room? I'm sorry? Magna Eccentra, does that sound familiar? Uh, By the way, what's going on in there? <laughs> Probably talking about... I'm um, talking about... <laughs> talking about Christchurch and what, what what good things there are there. At Christchurch? In New Zealand? Yes, in oh, New Zealand. Oh, the city. I'm like, you guys... <laughs> <laughs> Church of Christ? Like the Church of Christ? What no, good things? No. I, I don't know. There's some cool chairs you could probably steal. Yeah. You could steal the Bibles crackers. and make Bible paddles There's out of crackers. them. crackers. Did you really steal the Bibles? There may be a baptismal in there that you could uh, surf in. I did that once when I was a Christian preacher because I had a song, No Surfing in Hell. It was the big hit. And I used to bring a surfboard to my shows and jump in the baptismal with my fucking people who, yeah, yeah, they didn't, they, they weren't, they, some, Blasphemy. the kids loved it, but half of the like elders and whatever, they're like, what is he doing? I had a mohawk. I'm like, praise <laughs> the Lord. Go and surf for Jesus. Do you have pictures? No. Of your mohawk? No. <laughs> Somewhere, but yeah. I, Anything else it. going on in there, Unger? Um... That's been most of it. Uh, wow, you just my mohawk, Kathy. Random chit chat. <laughs> uh, random chit. Okay, well, wait, thank wait, you, Unger. <laughs> thank you so much. Cats are rude. Uh, I've been quoting you guys here and there, but that's you know. Creepy just gave me his driver's license. There's a picture of him in a mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> nice. No. I have one somewhere where my hair's <laughs> blue in my license. Not the one without when I had hair. Oh no, I, I have not really have hair now. <laughs> All right, uh, he wrote to us and he says, Hi again, I've written to you guys quite a bit over the last 10 months. Uh Uh-oh. I'm hoping I'm not overdoing it or anything, but honestly, I want to say something after almost every fucking show. (laughs) I usually restrain myself in fear of... Don't, we don't get that many emails. Go ahead. (laughs) It makes us feel important. (laughs) I've got all of yours lined up. (laughs) I usually restrain myself in fear of seeming like an obsessed super fan with no life, which could possibly be true. I think that's the, ne- the name of your next song. Obsessed Superfan with No Life. Isn't that Laz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laz, is this your pseudo name? Is this pseudo Laz? <laughs> pseudo Laz. Anyhow, uh, no restraint today. I just wanted to pop in and say, Boogie, Uh-oh. your EDM is getting better and better every time. God hey. damn it. After hearing you gush over Japan and its amazingness, I wanted to know if you have listened to any Japanese EDM I listen to a lot of it every day, and I think you could get a lot of inspiration and ideas what? from it. That's it for now. Did, Thanks for he doing gave what a, you he, do. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah. Yay. Yay. A little validation. Um, I did. He. What is it? What was it? Kawaii music or not Kawaii? Like you know, you know Kauai. Middle the East. Island, Kauai. Yes. Yeah, but uh, like Kawaii. Yeah, K- I don't. You got to say it right because if you say Kawaii, Kauai. it means scary. K a w a i i. No, 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 no. no. That's, that's is that what it said. No, that's what, how it we are it. not giving information right we now. I thought you were going to give the link. Doing. Why would Any, I give the link? He sent it to you. Well, I'm just saying we could. Well, yeah. Anyway, I anyway, listened to you listen to it. I listen to a lot, and it's really cute. There's a lot of Japanese EDM. At least the stuff that he sent me. There's just all this, and it's just cute. There's so much, but it has like these undertones that are really heavy. It's really good. So it's been good. Cool. Yes, and it's really good. So uh, I, I'm really enjoying the fact that a lot of people have been saying stuff. I was really nervous because you know I'm new to the EDM. Stuff stuff so i'm getting better so that's good they're, we can a- they're like we can actually listen to a whole song wow <laughs> like, that's hey, quite a compliment <laughs> i'm getting better was that the only uh 
That was it. Yeah. That was that was it. Why? Just uh, stroke Every my time e- I do more than one, you're like, that's too many. All right, fine. Vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are gonna talk about now. The Chinese oh. paninuses. Sounds like something you get from like uh, 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 Panera bread. Paninis. Yeah, uh, could I get a paninuses, please? Can I get a paninuses on a Panera bread? <laughs> okay, so this is going to be weird. I prepped everyone in the perverted podcast audience because Bunny couldn't be here, so I interviewed Bunny, and we're going to go and stop for fifteen minutes, and then it's going to play that. And so you're going to hear me and Bunny talk in a couple sacks. But I wanted to give us a chance, and I, I kind of I asked the question, uh, have anyone in our audience ever had a moment in play where they went to a deeper place? And not just like subspace or top space or whatever, but somewhere where they really felt that it was a transformative experience. For me, it has been very, very rare. It's been very rare. I have seen it as a top. I've only seen it two maybe three times and saturday night with bunny was one of those times where we did an extreme humiliation she had a dream and because first off if you don't know bunny those of you that love bunny bunny has dreams i've had shitty dreams my whole life i hate going to sleep because it's always shitty stressful dreams nightmares whatever bunny has dreams where she's surrounded by fucking kittens like she just walks into a yard and she's like daddy it was so amazing. I slept for nine hours so I could just hang out with the kittens. And it was kittens, and I got to play with all the kittens. And then I went on this water slide that was like three miles high, and it just went whoosh through. It was so amazing. I didn't even want to wake up. And I'm like, that is so wonderful, Pumpkin. <laughs> I'm so, like, bunnies and kittens. And then she has, like, sometimes stressful dreams, but they're humiliation dreams. Like, she's at Hogwarts or something, and... I'm Professor Snape and doing things to her. So, so she either has like hot dreams or cute bunny dreams. Like I have no, I can't relate to this person and in then, her and dream And then there's life. you and me with your her <laughs> night terrors. Yeah, and no, yeah kicking cum <laughs> all over me. You know. But I mean, Mew has really cool dreams too. Like she'll have, uh, what are they called? Lucid dreams. Ooh. Like where you actually fly and you have control and then she can kill people. It's great. <laughs> Sometimes she'll wake up and she's like, Why and is she I just, laughing? Because it's true. Jesus. She's a psycho. Yeah. I love her. Um, so she has interesting dreams, but I have really shitty dreams. None of my dreams. I mean, I had sex with, uh, who is the, the girl from Friends, the Jennifer Aniston? Oh. The only good Not dream Courtney I've Cox? ever, the only good dream I ever had was I actually made Jennifer Aniston come. She mounted me. We had sex. She came, and then we cuddled after. It lasted like five minutes, and that was literally the best dream I've ever had in my life. Wow. Um, and, I, you know, so Jennifer, if you're out there, I'm Please glad, I, I'm glad I was hot. I'm yeah. sure there's a chance she'll I'm, be listening. She, she might be listening. Hey, I mean, it is know. Perverted Podcast. That's true. And she may go, I want to find out if, uh, you know, dreams can be realities. <laughs> So uh, call me up, pervertedpodcast.com. So anyway, so she had a dream about a certain type of humiliation, which was really humiliation. Like, Well, can't we just let her talk about it? I'm going to let her talk about it, but I wanted to open up to you. I wanted to just kind of preface uh, that this was an extreme scene, and as we got into it, it developed more, and I don't know how much we described when we talked uh, together yesterday about it. Um, But has anybody here ever had an experience that, you can go up to the mic and just say no. Nobody has. Yeah, go, go, go. Get you have, but you don't want to talk about it. 
Thank you. Okay, so we have a listener in the audience that will tell had us about a, it later. That will when. tell us about it later, and that will be beneficial for no one. Okay. <laughs> wow, you suck. Yeah, Thanks. sorry, I haven't. This is called yeah. peer pressure, and uh, don't worry about it. So, well, then, if nobody has anything to say, let's take it away to Buddy. Hello, Buddy. Hi, Daddy. How are you doing? I'm good, Daddy. You are lovely today. <laughs> We have had so much fun this weekend. Yes. Absolutely. So you're not able to be at the recording of Perverted Podcast. I'm not. So, um, but uh, what I've been describing to the listeners uh, obviously uh, is is very interesting. And it was actually very special because I think you accomplished some things mentally, psychologically that were a little different than usually when we do humiliation. Is that right? Definitely. Now then, of course, I could tell everyone... I made you lick water off the dungeon floor and that you were totally into it. And they're just literally going to think I'm a piece of shit uh, and not believe me. So, <laughs> so, so, so that's why you have to validate uh, yes. this and say he's not a rapist. He's actually okay. No, um, I, I, no, he's okay. actually great. A great daddy. That's good. And here's another brownie bite for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just I just bribe you with brownie <laughs> bites to tell people I'm great. Okay, so so we'll kind of skip some of the things, yes. but when cuz I've done I've changed you up and and we've done humiliation things with you before. But when was the time where it started to kind of change and you noticed that it was a little different? Like I put you in the chains. Right. And we're going to now take you into the dungeon. Yes. And at what point did it kind of start changing? Well, usually I feel like before when we've done humiliation play, it's a lot of, you know, I don't like it in the moment. And I, I fight back as much as kind of I do um, usually when I do humiliation play. I'm usually fighting against it, trying to like uphold some kind of composure and kind of fighting it. But this time, after I was chained up in the love lab, I was kind of like on a chain leash right. and you were leading me out of the love lab into the dungeon and I was blindfolded so I couldn't see but I sure. knew exactly where we were going and I didn't know what was going to happen but I had some ideas I mean just based on all the fantasies I've shared I just knew some <laughs> some stuff was going to happen to me that I had asked for though and so I think this time was different because stepping into that dungeon um, crawling on my hands and knees actually across yes. the threshold into that dungeon was very different for me this time in Headspace because I wasn't fighting it. I was instead, I've gotten to this place where I just had to let go a little bit okay. of who I was to kind of shed that and just dive into whatever the scene was going to be. So I kind of let go of that and I took that really 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 hard first crawling step into the dungeon especially crawling through the hallway naked especially crawling through usually the hallway we get naked. You naked once you get into the, the hallway yes this was before but uh, yeah so this was all the way through the hall people yeah. could have seen you yes it uh, and then of course people did see you and the whole way and we're doing the oinking right. and the piggy sounds which yeah, we've the done that before sounds. but this was I feel like to a different, maybe a slightly different level or just maybe it was my headspace, but yeah. So intense. now, so, so let's take through, so we crawl you through the hallway and we're showing you off to people. You right. don't know how many people are watching no. you, but let's just say Ooh. you kind of <laughs> stuck out. Yeah. Even though you were crawling on the ground, sure. you, you kind of stuck out to people. Yeah. And so, uh, you felt that 
And yeah. of course, you know, we ham that up while we get right. down. So now we kind of, you kind of notice that the floor is changing from the linoleum to the kind of painted floor of the main room. To the main room. And now you're entering the main room. So right. what is that like? Because um, now you know there's a lot of people in there. Yes. And so that was kind of the second transition point for me because then um, I had shed a lot of my stuff just going in through the hallway and that was making me like okay to like crawl down that hallway but once I got to the main room I had like these brief thoughts of like I have a lot of anxiety things that I think about in general and so a lot of like oh I'm about to interrupt other people's scenes going on here with what we're doing and I know we're going to be loud and I don't know what they're going to do to me but I know it's going to draw a lot of attention and I know there's a rope scene going on and other things that I and then I had those thoughts but and usually they would stick in my head and it would be a lot of different thoughts but this time they came into my head briefly and then I let them go again which is I I can't even really explain how I did that just that I was trusting you I feel like like a lot to just kind of lead me through that and it wasn't me and it wasn't in my control and 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 it was you and me and what you were doing to me and not about the other people okay very good that is and i started to notice very quickly once we got into the main room that your resistance was very different yes that we've done a lot of this and kind of the goal has always been i know you have a lot of issues with what people think about you yes. being in public, always having to be dressed a certain way. Whereas yeah. Mew and I go out, she wears yeah. <laughs> every ripped up pajama. She's like, I don't give a fuck. She'll I'm look like a little orphan girl <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> running to the store. <laughs> and I'm always like in dresses and stuff. Right. So, and that's, that's but what, I love yeah, her. She's yeah, wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that, but I notice that it's almost to a point to where it becomes an obstacle for you. So, yes. some of the ideas behind uh, challenging you with this humiliation, at least from my point of view, is to to see if, yeah, or just give you some more power over that. And I started noticing when we came in this time that your body language was completely different and your resistance and the tension in your muscles was very different. And then it got into, now we have you in place. Right. And we start doing stuff. Yes. I, uh, I think we did the water the first. The water was first. That's why it, I feel like that set the tone for the whole rest of the. So I make you. Scene. I was being. I know you had the dream of yes. ma- being made to drink water off the floor. That's why I did it. Yeah. Um, but it is a goddamn real dungeon floor. Yeah. And you know, so I dump some water on the floor, and then I make uh, you clean that because I'm <laughs> like, it's a dirty floor. You know, you're a dirty little pig. You just clean that floor like a little pig. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, you look thirsty. After you, you know, wiped up the floor, it's still the fucking floor the, of, of, a of a dungeon. It's it, used, well used dungeon. Well used, uh, the things that have happened. So I then throw water on the floor and I take you by the hair and I shove you down and I say, fucking drink. Yeah. Now then, what happened at that moment? Well, <laughs> two things. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm just getting really turned on thinking about it. Um, but really that, that point was the first time that this is going to sound weird to probably to a lot of people who feel kind of squicked out by humiliation play. I'm about to say something that's going to sound probably like awful, but I, I felt like nothing, like literally nothing, like, like no thing, like no thing, like brought down to the point of like, um, 
like degraded to the point of having like I've lost like me as a person but that does not it wasn't negative though it was it was like all of a sudden like every every thought that I could have had was like it's like it hit a wall and bounced off like there are no thoughts in my head I was just there and present and nothing and everything that happened happened and it was kind of amazing and very peaceful so it was a peaceful place. Now, what you just described, uh, in my experiences, is kind of what they some people refer to as Zen. Yeah. Where you now just you're talking about there's no more identity. Yeah. There's no more person. You are just a part of everything. everything. You are a part of this chair. You are a part of life. You are a part of the caterpillar. Yeah. All of those things. So was it kind of like that? Yes. Yeah. It was. It was actually a super special experience. I think to me, it was. It was crazy, um, just being completely like present and everything, like all at once that was happening was just I was so open to all of it, and in a way that like I don't think I have been before. You know, like, people spend like monks and stuff spend years on a mountain, so you like told me. like <laughs> smelling goat urine and yak, you know, hearing yaks call each other, mm. and to kind of loosen their minds and to, to have little moments just to get to that moment that you're talking about yeah. that that you achieved licking water off of the floor of a dungeon. Yeah. Not saying that it's a shortcut to being a monk or meditating. I don't want to downgrade the process of monkdom, <laughs> which of course, Bunny, I love how you recommended earlier that maybe I should go... Degrade the monks. Go degrade the monks and help <laughs> them just streamline the fucking process. <laughs> I could just see that. That fucking, that robe isn't orange enough. You fucking suck, you dirty pig. Yeah. Smell this urine. Smell it, smell it. Um, which uh, probably wouldn't work out that well, but you know. But what was amazing, and I kind of started seeing that. Like, there was a point there was music playing. They played classic rock, which was actually really cool. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun because everyone was singing along. And, like, ACDC was on. And I'm like, dance, piggy. And normally you would just totally not respond yeah, to that I would, yeah all of a sudden you start kind of wiggling and then you sing and then you went like superstar it, by the way i didn't mention the fact that i had shoved a dildo in your mouth and made you suck it for about 20 minutes <laughs> while crawling around and doing all the things yes and you used it kind of like as a microphone that you were singing in and and then you just i saw you smile i saw you like look up at me your eyes were completely like not even present because I had taken the blindfold off at this point to make you look. I put a butt plug in you in front yes. of people. Um, I did all of these Ooh, things. Yeah. I did all of these things that normally you would that have just... people I knew who were yeah, friends like, of yeah, mine. Yeah, people that were friends and total strangers yeah. that, believe me, they were all paying very close attention to your butthole. And it was just... That was where I really felt like I was... You know, Mew and I were both there and, and, you know, kind of working this out. Mew was so helpful with getting all the things. Right. Kind of goalieing you around. And it was at that moment where I really realized, I, I said, Bunny has just achieved some new level for herself. And it was like this total kind of honor thing to just be witness to that, to see you gain that power. Because it's yeah. something that we've talked about so much. Right. And... And who would have ever thought that this was your road? To be a stronger human being. To be a stronger human being. being broken down and made to lick some water off of a dungeon floor. It's good. It's a, it's a good win. And then, of course, 
afterwards I drag you in here because now it's my turn. Um, right. And then it was uh, it was time for uh, for the using yes of you. And yes. uh, by the way, you seemed receptive. I really was. I think it was receptive. <laughs> it was and very so, receptive. So we had amazing lovey time with uh, you, Mew, and myself. Yeah. And then it was the aftercare. Yes. So now describe that. I know we're ah fuck it. Just keep going. It's our show. Because, okay. so, I, I mean, this is important. This was this is the breakdown of a scene that was very yeah. intense. Um, right. So because I had literally been broken down to nothing, I, I had let go of my entire, like, person. Like, I didn't feel like Bunny anymore. I was not... I was no longer Bunny. I was not this personality, this conglomeration of things. I was, I was nothing. And so it was, you know, I couldn't just switch that off after having done that and, and been in that headspace even during the, the after sexy time thing, which was amazing. But right. so to come back from that, I needed some time and some space to reflect and process. And I think I didn't talk for like, and like an hour, hour and, and a half, and a half yeah, after an that. Um, just because I had to, I had to build myself back up piece by piece. I went from nothing to like a little pet object, wearing some chains that you would put on me, coming back to like some pieces of myself. Here's a bunny thought. Here's a bunny thought. Okay. Like piecing myself back together. Um, which again, I feel like to some people might sound really negative, but it, it wasn't, it was kind of. I don't know, a very intimate experience both with you first and then with myself looking at me and like the baseline of me and then all these pieces that come back on top and, and what makes me powerful and putting that back into myself to like, you know, um, replenish myself after that scene. And it was kind of that part was just as amazing almost as, as the Zen of the the comms end during the scene just kind of taking that time with myself to kind of see all these different parts putting them back who would have thunk <laughs> it's just i i don't know i just i know this is kind of weird because we're recording this or whatever yeah but just, uh, i really wanted the listeners to i i did not want people to not hear this because i think for a lot of people especially and not even just with humiliation or, yeah. or, or some type of play that that this road is available for someone like you and like me that has an extremely chaotic mind, a lot of struggles yeah. with anxiety, right. you know, those types of things, that your mind is actually amazing. Really amazing. You may have some sort of obstacles or challenges or pathways that need to be reprogrammed or whatever. Some people need medication. Some people need a lot of therapy, like myself. Um, <laughs> but your mind is amazing, and you never know unless you're brave enough to explore yeah that you can find that place yeah and i am i am just really thrilled and i know mew if she could talk she was very excited for you and yes. the conversation i mean we've been talking all day about yeah. this and that was the other thing that was really good mew yeah. actually was like hey we need to let's have a power but let's do yeah. it together and we had like it was an, great we talked yeah, we all and talked and shared our own experiences with each other and our own viewpoints on the scene and i loved hearing her perspective and everything and yours and yeah yeah this was good yeah this was good i think this was a a good beginning middle and end it it was obviously for the top it's a little scary like how far am i pushing and you know is this going the right yeah, way yeah and i feel like for people watching even it could be like maybe kind of weird 
Yeah, there were some people that were like, what the... Yeah. It was a member's party, so there right. was more experienced people there, which was a good idea to do it at a member's sure. party. Um, because I was, we were doing some degrading... Right. The things we were saying were just awful. I know. Um, but, yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. I think that's... I think... <laughs> I think that's a good segment. and uh, And I wish you could be at the show... <laughs> Me too, To but do it. But, you know, you got to do your stuff. Yep. And uh, I love you very much. I love and you And you, much. I love you very much. I it love was, you very much. It's... Uh, this is... This is the stuff we do. And now let's get back... To the show! And yeah, wow. Damn, that was intense. Wasn't it? Wow. I mean, I like the part where she talked about the stuff Stuff, that she did. And then she said things and... Well, I mean, I told you guys in the kitchen. Yeah, you did. I gave you the rundown of all the things that happened sure. in the scene. Yeah, but it yeah, was fucked up. I grabbed her by the hair and made her drink water off. And, but that was her Dungeon dream. I water. will have nightmares about that. Yeah. I can't believe you made her do that. And she, yeah, she was like, I have pieces in my mouth. And Ew. just, that was it. Just like the TV screen, done. I am nothing. And I could. Mew, s- did this really happen? Yeah, Mew was oh, right there. Yeah. Mew's there with just that like evil grin because Mew <laughs> was my little partner, and like we just you know we made it work. But it was I I just normally I wouldn't do something like this, but like I said, only twice, two three times in ten years have I experienced somebody actually getting to that level. Um, and I know some people can get to it at the drop of a hat, but for her it was a very powerful moment, and hopefully it's going to lead to the next level of power for her because that's what I want is for her to have power over these fears and things that she has. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Fucking a. It was pretty cool. Oh, we have a... Oh. This is Unger. It's, it's that Unger? It's Unger. What are Guess you doing? Okay, everyone... Uh, That's I, what I, they were talking about in the chat room. Yeah. What you, you know what? I don't uh, have uh, this. Uh, there it is. It's uh, got a... I'm going to be editing. Yeah, no, I'm going to be editing this thing because uh, uh, I'm supposed to play you know, the jingle. What are you doing? I, I didn't have the fucking jingle! <gasps> <laughs> So now it's time to talk to Unger about putting a pin for our legions of kink until the world figures out we kind of stink. But who cares? Because vaginas are pink. Kathy, vaginas are pink. Unger! Just like, just like our push pins. Yes, Unger, could you boogie. come over? Yes, I can. We're waiting can, can, for well, you, Unger. Come over, Unger. He walks so slow. Uh, he's like an ogre. Oh, now you just uh, now he's gonna uh, just dig in his heels and stand there. More, Jesus Christ! All right, so we have. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it, but there there's some really sad news possibly brewing about this. Uh, so we're gonna say the happy one and then get more information and get uh, back to you. Then why did you even say that? Well, so this is who? Who is this? I want to acknowledge, but not. not, not who is this? Yeah. So who's the, who's this? This is Livy. This is Livy. Livy from four V's. Four V's. Livy with four V's from Christchurch, New Zealand. Christchurch, New Zealand. She is getting oh. a pin in the perverted podcast California math. Of the South Pacific. The California Did, of the South Pacific. Do they really? have a Disneyland? Can, do you need a light? No. This is no. Kathy's like Wait, favorite yeah, thing. Over here because it's right above your head. <laughs> there it is. All right. So uh, that's another. And uh, it's pink. Yay! It's Luke. Oh, nope, sorry. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong jingle. Okay, well. Whoa. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it's cool. Look, pretty soon it's going to be covered in pink push pins. 
Is yeah. it just me or did that bit just fall completely no. flat? Hooray. Like I'm like, yay! You know we why? Put a because pin. because live for today and and Sir Carlos are sitting at home listening to this, going, "We sent them those pink push." That is yes, it is our map, and and, and it's pretty. And next week, um, well, let's just say that the preference for next week is going <laughs> to be. That's our next uh, week is our free speech. Our show. free speech First Amendment uh, rant, We're where have people, a show on yeah, free speech. And because uh, apparently you and I have said things in the past that, that certain offended. listeners have mm, not have liked. not liked, and you know that and yes, fuck penguins, man. What the hell is that? Oh shit! Should I save it for the next show? <laughs> You're not gonna be here. You'll be well, gone. Just, could you put, loop ex- that for me? Crea- fuck penguins. Creative Explorer will be the guest host for that. Yes, yeah, so he's coming he in, and, free, free and it kind of goes along the lines of some of the things we're going to say. And once again, not to disrespect any of our listeners um, that have their opinions about what offend you will have the absolute right to be offended. Being offended has made me incredibly stronger, uh, an incredibly stronger person. So um, I'm not taking away anyone's right to be offended. We're just talking about some of the reasons why we choose to say or to not say yeah. words and, uh, and even and even if some people are offended yeah, and we have microphones so. and yes we do that's so that, right, that's we do. like a what does that mean it means, it means we get more to do important. whatever the fuck we want no like, we're not are more important. no yeah, they aren't so, never our are, show <laughs> we well get it's to our say show about oh you mean our opinions about our yeah, show I thought you said because yeah. we have microphones we're more important I'm going creepy well not you know and you know I went to the 99 cent store and they had a fucking microphone a ninety-nine cent microphone, which means you could plug that ninety-nine cent store mi- uh, microphone into your computer and have the same show that we have. <laughs> no, so I don't think our I don't yeah, think I our opinions are really that much more special than anyone else. Well, just the just shit I have. say on the computer games I play is that considered a podcast? All the fucking yeah. hate and bullshit. Did you say things? all the AIDS? Hate. Well, oh, AIDS too. Like I scream some fucking pretty horrible things to these people sometimes. <laughs> It's pretty bad. (laughs) I am a salty bitch online. You you scream AIDS. All that stuff from that post before about me hating women and everything just comes back to You are what is wrong with the internet, goddammit. I am the internet, yeah. Well, creepy, goddammit. Just the end of our... Don't show your fucking nipple! I have to show my nipples. Show the other one, too. Oh, my God. God, He showed both of them. That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially Unger. Unger. Everybody in the chat room. Unger, 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 Unger. Thanks to Creepy for showing up for what will be his last show. Oh, he showed me his penis. You locked, Boogie. I can't believe you locked. Total ball gazer. You totally looked at his penis. You're just like, you're like, oh, creepy's the last. And I looked to see his butt hurt. Look, he's got his fucking dick out. <laughs> I told you what she says turns me the fuck on, dude. Like, it's. I am so horrified I can't even go on. Thank you to everybody I sitting behind so me. I'm so not going to miss you. <laughs> Thank you, Magnet Central, uh, for donating yeah. so I close my eyes and I see it now. <laughs> you burned it in your retinas, buddy. I, I can't go on. <laughs> you fucking scared, Piggy. <laughs> 
I can't believe you did that. Well, it happens. Thank you, Magnet Center, for donating so generously on our Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us, please, at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, Creepy and I are going to now start having pissing contests over <laughs> who gets to uh, flirt with the, hey. the, the girl he brought because hey. she's really pretty hey. and Muse seems to hey. think she's really attractive. Hey. She's holding one of Muse lobsters hey. right now. She likes hey. to cuddle girls. So I just, hey. you know, I'm just saying, I mean, Creepy's she's her own creepy. person. Don't. She's her own. No, he came in. He's like, hey, 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 I know you. <laughs> I, that's exactly you. Like, I literally wagged my finger. Well, I face. know you, and I'm just like, dude, you're moving. You know, it's, 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 you know, I'm totally respectful, man. See, guys do that. We call dibs, and it's like it wasn't dibs. I didn't say dibs. I said you keep your slimy hands up. She's pure, and she's new, and she needs to ease into this community. And she absolutely can't self advocate for herself. She I, must her. I must protect you her. I must protect her. Protect. Well, you tried. You, need to you stop, tried to please. do that. With Bunny and look how that worked yeah, out. Yeah, now you're making her <laughs> <laughs> think about yeah, that, that, buddy. Got him. Look at him. <laughs> Aren't you the hero? I. God damn it! Some kind of villain. Fail. Go back and try yeah, again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. No, I'm I not gonna try it. <laughs> I love you, right creepy, here. but she is really pretty, and and uh, yeah. yeah. So, so tune in next time for our free speech episode. And finally. I wrote a new hit song you this did. week. This week, this song is called Quicksand, and it mm. is Turn Your Bass Up. Don't listen to this out of your fucking laptop or your phone, man. Get it in your car and crank the bass, <laughs> and maybe you'll make it halfway through this time. But I'm, I'm going for whole songs now. <laughs> They're going to listen all the way. I, there's no bonus at the end. It's just listen all the way, and we will see you guys next week for Show Woo! 163. Yay! <laughs>
Only while the vultures circle overhead Ain't gonna save you No, 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 not again You throw in guilt because I left you in the quicksand I ain't a sucker for a pretty face and tight pants Ain't gonna save you No, 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 not again Feet, knees deep, calling from the quicksand I ain't your mama, gonna leave you in the quicksand One more chance was three ago Make another plan, all your new home's gonna be the quicksand Quicksand, quicksand, quicksand Quicksand, 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 quicksand. 